0: I mentioned how wonderful it is for you to be here today. And even though it's cold, the sun's out, it's wonderful. And I noticed too that there are many family members who've come back, friends who've come back to be here this Easter. Maybe this is the first time that you've been back since the pandemic began. Whatever it is, if you're a guest, however you've gotten here, we are so glad that you were a part of this Easter celebration. So, what do we do? What do we do on Easter Sunday? Well, let's see. Besides, get chocolate from the Easter Bunny, right? And we have a good meal. We're together with family and friends, hopefully. And we also do this we reflect upon the resurrection of Jesus. And I was thinking about that in preparation for today. And one of the commonalities that I notice in all of the accounts of Jesus' resurrection is that people are confused. They aren't sure whether or not Jesus rose from the dead. Mary Magdalene said somebody stole him from the tomb, right? And they're a little uncertain because nobody had ever risen from the dead before. And so there's a little doubt. There was a little hesitancy towards Jesus when he appeared to his disciples. But one other thing that I notice in all of this is that when Jesus appeared, it was a very personal experience for each and every one of the individuals who saw Jesus. They could have seen him in a group, but it was a very personal experience for each and every one of the individuals who saw Jesus. In fact, it was part of them coming to believe that it was Him raised from the dead. So I thought about my own experience, and I'd like to share this one with you today. It happened during a time that was very sorrowful or very sad. Just like with Mary Magdalene, she was sad at the tomb. It occurred after the time that my father had died. I was mourning, I was grieving his death, and we had just celebrated his funeral mass. And I was with a group of my college friends, and they were a very consoling, supportive community. And I'm very thankful to this day for them. But as we were talking together, I had an experience that I only can describe as something that happened in my mind and in my heart. And this is what it is that even though I didn't physically see the risen Lord like I'm physically seeing you right now I did experience him and within my mind and within my heart I was sure I was certain that Jesus had risen from the dead just like he said he would just like what was prophesied about him and from that point onward I had no question, I had no doubt in my mind whether or not these resurrection stories were true or not. Before that particular time, I had a relationship with Jesus, a a personal one, if you will, and since my senior year in high school, I was relating to him as a buddy, as a brother, as a friend, and that's okay, that's okay if you do it that way but I had never seen Jesus or experienced him in the way that I did that day as Lord. When we call Jesus Lord, that means he is the risen Savior. That means we get what happened to him. He is Lord of heaven and earth. He is Lord of the living and Lord of the dead. Jesus rose as he said. So after that, after that, That experience I just shared with you it was the epicenter of the earthquake that continues to tremble in my life and it's a game-changer it's a game-changer I stand before you today because I can profess with my heart and speak from my mind that Jesus is risen from the dead just as he said he would And there were many who actually experienced him as he appeared to them. And people like me, well, he didn't have to physically appear, but he was there that day as I was grieving my dad. And like Peter in the Acts of the Apostles today, that first reading, I'm here to tell you as well, to share with you my experience of the risen Lord. Now, in doing that, I'm not trying to separate myself from you or say, look what I experienced. No, no. And you might be already thinking, well, I never had that kind of experience. What's wrong with me? Or That'll never happen in my life. You know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We experience the risen Lord in different ways. I shared with you mine, but there are different ways that we do it. And the Lord does. Jesus does come to you in a very personal way. Sometimes it's in in a a very significant moment in your life, like the death of my dad, or it can become a significant moment in your life because all of a sudden, wham, there he is, and you see him in whatever way he shows himself to you. But you know, it's not complicated, this is not complicated, because just think about how Jesus appeared to others, like his disciples, after he rose from the dead. He appeared in the garden, He appeared at breakfast. He appeared when the disciples were fishing at their job. He appeared to some people who were discouraged, leaving Jerusalem on the road to a place called Emmaus. He appeared to them in very common and ordinary circumstances in life. Jesus is risen, and you and I are invited to a personal experience of that. to realize that, that Jesus is, is seeking us, is reaching out to us even now to our hearts and to our minds because he's risen from the dead, as he said he would. Now, had, had, I, had I not been convinced that Jesus is risen from the dead, I think that I would have left a long time ago and done something else maybe be a history teacher. That'd be cool. I mean, still like to do that. Or, you know, maybe just pursue my own pleasures and 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 follies, you know, kind of the you-do-you type of philosophy that's common today, that I would just kind of live life serving myself and trying to find my way through life in that way because I don't have any meaning and I, I got to find meaning. It's only going to come from me. Or, You know, it's very easy right now to get discouraged over the Ukrainian war and all the other things that are happening in our world today that are just not very positive at all. And that can really kind of take you on a spiral where it's not being grounded in not something but someone who is Jesus Christ, our Lord and King. And you know, there's going to be, and there are, people in this world who are going to deny the resurrection of Jesus, who are going to say it's a myth, who's going to say that there was just a bunch of mass hysteria, wishful thinking of people, and they said, yeah, Jesus is risen, that people stole Jesus from the tomb and they just told a lie that's been perpetuated for how many? Oh, yeah, two millennia. How can a lie be perpetuated for two millennia? I don't know. But there'll be, there are people there now who want to say that, who want to deny the resurrection of Jesus. But nobody, friends, nobody has ever disproved that Jesus rose rose from the dead. They've tried, but they haven't been able to do it. There have been too many witnesses who said he was raised from the dead. There have been too many witnesses since he'd been raised from the dead who've given their life for Jesus because they believe that he is the resurrection of life. There are people now, in this time, in this century, in this year, who are giving their lives, who are being martyred because they believe in Jesus. It's just too convincing otherwise. But we can be misled by people who want to disprove. We can be misled by people who say, I have a better way. I have a better political way. I have a better economic way. And if you don't follow me, I'm going to cancel you. I mean, people have been canceled because they're Christians, because they believe in the resurrection of Jesus. And there can be dictators and potentates and other kinds of leaders who will impose themselves and impose their will upon people, maybe upon you, and make life very hard for you. If you say, if you believe that Jesus is, Is risen from the dead that can happen that has happened and that will happen but I tell you what anyone who opposes Jesus as being raised from the dead anyone who tries to say it's folly it's it's a drug that you're using to make yourself feel better one thing that's really scary for folks who take that position is that Jesus did die on the cross And by the way, we have all kinds of historical evidence of that. Jesus did die on the cross, which was the worst form of capital punishment that the Romans could impose upon another. That's how Romans controlled people with fear of death, with fear of that horrible pain that you would experience on the cross. And the fact that Jesus died on the cross and then rose from the dead is very scary to individuals who want to control, who want to deny Jesus, who he is, and what he did. Because Jesus is never, and has never been, conquered by death. He rose from the dead. Death has no more power over him at all. And that's scary to people, because you can't control believers who go to the cross and say, Jesus, our Lord and Savior, suffered and died for me and rose from the dead. It's scary because you can't control what Jesus did. That after he died, he rose and said, come follow me, come after me, believe in me, and you will live eternally with me in heaven. And no one can deny that of you. No one can take that away from you. From you. There can be hardships, but no one can control or cancel out Christ. He died, He rose, He is Lord of heaven and of earth. We can put and stake our lives upon Him, the one who frees. Us from death. so brothers and sisters that's my reflection with you today on the resurrection of Jesus Christ our Lord and King he is here he is present with us now he shows himself in many ways and indeed desires to show himself to each and every one of you as he did to Mary Magdalene when she encountered him in the garden, as he did to the disciples when they were fishing in their boat, as he did to the two walking to Emmaus when they were leaving Jerusalem, discouraged because they thought that Jesus was all over. He's here. He's with us, as he said. Let us rejoice and be glad in it, and seek him with our minds in our hearts.